The Holy Spirit of God is generous. He gives. He gives. He's generous. I'm not sure that we believe this. Is God generous? The Holy Spirit in particular? God is holy, God is righteous, God is worthy, God is good, God is love, but God, the Holy Spirit, is generous? I'm becoming more and more convinced that this is a primary activity for the Holy Spirit. He reveals to us, opens our eyes to the generosity of our triune God. All throughout the scriptures, what is the Spirit doing? We heard some of it in our readings. The Spirit is being poured out. The Spirit is given, is given, is given. The Spirit fills people. He is put in people. God puts his spirit within his people. Mary was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. The spirit descends, the spirit is sent, the spirit is received, the spirit falls on people. He comes from God, he is a gift. All of those phrases are straight out of the Bible. The Spirit of God shows us in a unique way God giving, and God giving generously, not hoarding, not keeping, but giving. God sharing himself with us. You imagine God as stingy? You've got a scarcity spirituality going on. Spend some time with the passages on the Holy Spirit. You can get on Bible Gateway, put in keyword, Holy Spirit. Spend some time with those passages. The oft-quoted African bishop, St. Augustine, put it like this. The love which is from God and is God is distinctively the Holy Spirit. Through him, the charity of God is poured out in our hearts, and through it, the whole triad dwells in us. I like how he used the word triad because, you know, we use that word here. He goes on, this is the reason why it is most apt that the Holy Spirit, while being God, should also be called the gift of God. Acts 2, 1 Thessalonians 4, Hebrews 6, among others, all explicitly name the Holy Spirit as the gift of God. Both of my parents are artists. They probably wouldn't say that openly about themselves. They have had other careers. They haven't ever supported themselves or the rest of our family with their art. But they have an art studio out in their yard where I think it's fair to say they spend the majority of their downtime or their extra time. 
My mom paints with oils, and my dad draws with pencil, and now mostly pastels. A few years ago, my mom did an oil painting for me. She knows how I love the Book of Ruth. In fact, anyone who knows me well knows this. I love the Book of Ruth. It is an incredible story, ever fresh, ever challenging. It's like a four-chaptered poem. It's brilliant. In fact, my love for Ruth began leading a Bible study on the book with my mom many years ago at my home church, the church I grew up in. You guys are my home church now. Anyway, along the way, I showed my mom a painting uh, that has really spoken to me by another living artist out west, a depiction of Ruth and Naomi embracing, kind of, as they walk back to Bethlehem. Well, what did she do but go and paint a copy of it for me? It is in my office right now, a painting of an older woman and a younger woman, and it regularly reminds me not only of this story that I love, but also my mom's love for me. That was a good gift. And my dad, he has started doing some commissions, but he mostly asks people what they love, and he draws it for them. He spends dozens of hours with, of course, all of his own materials. He has each one professionally framed, and then gives them away, just like that. He asked me what I would like him to draw, and I have a special interest in, you think I'm going to say butterflies, but this time it's actually hummingbirds. I also love hummingbirds. And there is a species actually named Anna's hummingbird. It's very colorful. I'm happy to tell you. So I asked for that. He drew me a beautiful one also hanging in my office. And this particular special gift from my father just for me, it was a good gift. Now, if my parents know how to give good gifts. If my parents, who sound pretty awesome in these stories, and they are, but they are broken people. We have history. We have wounds. We're still learning how to love each other well. But if these parents, if your parents, whether you're biological parents or spiritual mamas and papas, if we humans know how to give good gifts to our children, costly gifts, generous gifts. Then Jesus said, how much more? How much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? That's from Luke 11. How much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Can I get an amen? Amen. The Holy Spirit is the good gift of our Father in heaven. The very first mention of God's Spirit giving gifts in the Bible, we heard read aloud from Exodus 11. Anybody reading Mako Fujimura's recent work, Art and Faith? Or have read it already? I know some of you have, a couple hands. Well, then you are familiar with Bezalel, 
this artist, this craftsman, is given, it says, the Holy Spirit with wisdom, understanding, knowledge, all kinds of skills in order to make, in order to be an artist, in order to make all kinds of things for the people of Israel, for their tabernacle. The Spirit of God enabled this artist and other artists, it says clearly, to make, to serve, to beautify. Now there's a little bit of nuance, I think, in this passage. It says Bezalel was given the Spirit and all these other things. Or it could be read that he's given the Spirit and therefore he has all of these other things. Wisdom, ability, craftsmanship. And I think that nuance gets developed as we read on in redemption's history and it gets clearer. We learn that the Holy Spirit is himself a gift, the gift given, but also a giver of gifts. As he is poured out and poured into people, they receive new things heightened skills, power, comfort, a clear conscience, a sense of God's presence, new desires, a sense of belonging, new abilities. So the Holy Spirit is the gift of God and also the giver of good gifts, the distributor, if you will, as it says, in 1 Corinthians, which we also heard read. I'm going to read part of that again for you. Paul writes, Now to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. To one there is given through the Spirit a message of wisdom. To another, a message of knowledge by means of the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healing by that one spirit, to another miraculous powers, to another prophecy, to another distinguishing between spirits, to another speaking in different kinds of tongues, and to still another the interpretation of tongues. All these are the work of one and the same spirit, and he distributes them to each one just as he determines. Paul is really going out of his way to tell the Corinthians and through them to tell us that the Spirit gives these gifts. And such a variety. Did you hear that? Especially how beautifully it was read. We could hear the variety. All kinds of gifts and the Spirit distributes them. He's the giver. I think Paul is saying more than just the Holy Spirit as conduit or as mediator of gifts. Here in 1 Corinthians, he writes of the Spirit determining, discerning how to give out his good gifts. He's not just some vehicle, his will is in this phrase. He's good at giving gifts. Can I be so bold as to say, I trust he enjoys being a good gift giver. So he is gift 
and giver. Finally, the Holy Spirit also makes us into gift givers. Paul goes on in 1 Corinthians to say, the gifts that the Holy Spirit distributes or gives generously, all kinds of gifts, they aren't gifts that we unwrap in secret and keep hidden. Rather, they are meant to be shared. They are meant to be given away. We give these gifts, we give them to others to build each other up, to encourage each other for the common good. <clears throat> Sorry. The Holy Spirit's gifts, please hear this, aren't about self-actualization. They are not for networking purposes. They're not for the building of a, of a portfolio. They are for pouring out. They are for serving. Paul writes not two chapters later from this, since you are eager for gifts of the Spirit, I just want to pause there and say, let that be true of Church of the Cross, Lord. Since you are eager for gifts of the Spirit, excel in those that build up the church. You see, the Spirit is generous to make and remake us into givers, into generous people so that his gifts, his generosity would flow through us. He's the gift. He is a gift giver. He makes us gift givers too. Stephen Guthrie in his book, Creator Spirit, The Holy Spirit and the Art of Becoming Human, puts this beautifully. God is fundamentally a giver, a God who from all eternity has his being in pouring himself out. The work of the Spirit, then, is to restore us to our true humanity, to make us once again image bearers. He does this by refashioning us in the image of the true human, Jesus Christ. This will mean, however, remaking us in the image of the one who emptied and humbled himself, whose food was to do the will of the one who sent him, who said, the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life a ransom for many. Hear this, to be made fully human is to be made like Jesus. To be made like Jesus is to be made a giver. The Holy Spirit is God's gift shared with us. The Holy Spirit shares his gifts with us. The Holy Spirit fashions us into givers. In the Old Testament, in ancient times, the Holy Spirit was given, like with Bezalel, to particular people for particular tasks that God had for them. Tasks for the community, by the way, like making the place and the articles for worship, or acts of war on behalf of Israel, or to prophesy, to speak for the Lord to the community. But the movement, the trajectory in the scriptures 
is a widening of the gift of the Holy Spirit. A widening. In Joel 2, we hear God saying through Joel, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams. Your young men will see visions. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days. Do you see the movement there from particular people for specific tasks to opening up, pouring out this gift to old folks? Do you feel old? The Holy Spirit is not done with you. To young people, you can be filled too. To women, to men, and eventually, as we see throughout Acts, this isn't just about God's special people, Israel. The Holy Spirit is for Jews and non-Jews. The movement is toward more and broader. The gift of the Holy Spirit is surprising and generous. As we join him in that pouring out, we get caught up in this wide way of receiving and giving. God is stingy, that fades away. God is withholding, that is not the truth. He gives, he gives, he gives. He gives the Holy Spirit, he gives gifts through the Holy Spirit, and then Mercy upon mercy, he invites us to join him, to be part of this generous way. Receiving and pouring out, receiving and pouring out. May it be so. Let's pray. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we give you thanks, first of all, for your generosity, God. Open our eyes to it. Thank you for your good gifts, namely the gift of your Holy Spirit, that you share your very self with us. Let this be a church that says, come Holy Spirit. We welcome you even now to make us, to remake us, to be generous like you. In the strong name of Jesus, I ask it. Amen.